Hello and welcome to Anno Annie. We still don't know the name of the anime we saw on that day. The anime discussion podcast here on the Mighty Loading Ready Run Video Entertainment Network. My name's Ian Horner. Let's go around the horn and introduce ourselves and our, well, we we were the weeaboos here. The mm. weeb squad is <laughs> reconvened. It's not all of us, but it is most of us. Yeah. Several of us. I'm Corey Andrew Dickinson. I'm Heather Deary. I'm Brendan Beach Deary. And we are going to do a number of things here today. We're going to, first of all, go over what we watched in the 2016 fall yes. season. And uh, we have a quick discussion about that. Then we're going to get into our, uh, our picks for 2017 winter. And finally, we'll leave you with our anime of the year for 2016. So, Beej, why don't you start us off with... Uh, with what, what I was going to talk about. But before we do that, I'd sure. like to thank all of you out there for supporting us on patreon.com slash Run. What you do with the Patreon is what helps keep the lights on and the TVs powered up so that we can watch the anime and tell you what we like about it. So, um... I know I had said out loud I was going to have Paul call up X thing, but I don't know if he has that ready. I'm, if he didn't, then it doesn't matter because I'm changing that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Very hard. Wow, changing your mind. <laughs> right. late in the game. I might as well just start with www.working. Okay. Uh, exclamation point, exclamation point. The exclamation points were very important this season. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like anything else. It's like punctuation is vitally important to the name of an anime at, mm-hmm. at this point. <laughs> Christ. It's so, well, I mean, we're going to talk about yeah. that, obviously. It, it, it makes regex extremely difficult. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, www.working, uh, those people who are watching, who have only ever seen it uh, published, who have ever seen Working published in North America, will just know it as Wagneria. Uh, really? Yeah. yeah, that's the yeah. name it's, of the It's the name because of the restaurant. It, because so. it's too hard to search in English to search for the show Working. <laughs> Okay. Right? So this becomes important. So they changed it to Wagneria, which I thought was wow. stupid, but that's what yeah, they I did. I think they're calling it www.wagneria that makes, for this one. makes very little sense, but whatever. It's not a TLD. It's just an understanding, I think, that they know that, that it's like, this is going to be rough, so we're just going to make this change. Um, so www.working is different from working if you were watching working, because uh, this is the this is the web, this is a web-published uh, alter, not alternate, web-published different store was. setting thing that the author had did. It was like basically yeah. they did working as their normal Yonkama mm-hmm. thing, and then they then they published a manga that was based uh, completely different people uh, on the web only. I think for a spin-off. It's, yeah, it's a spin-off. It's not an alternate. I can't want to say alternate universe, and it's not an alternate universe. No, it takes place universe. in the same universe, but it is a spin-off, except the weird thing is this came first. So, so we have a word for that too. It's a prequel. Yeah, but it's not a prequel because it takes place no. in a completely different show did, at the did, same time. Did, did, did you like it? It was good, um, but it wasn't great. What, what, what did you like about it? What problems did you have with it? What I, the problem I had with it is that after three seasons of watching Working, which was very good, and you could tell why Working was the thing that was actually published, like actually published as a manga. Watching this, it's like oh. I get it. All of these characters you came up with beforehand, you you were working on doing that, and then your editor probably got involved and said, no, we need more like definitive character types. So this was kind of a case of the studio coming to him and saying, we need another season because we want to make more money. Yeah. And he's like, I am out of well, idea. Here's it's, it's, a half-baked thing. I think it's more like, I had I have this already that I'm doing as a as an, as a project on, on the web, like as a web-only thing. Um, if you want to make it into an anime, I like money, 
And, um, I mean, who doesn't like money? Mm -hmm. So this is... It, it, I think it's fun to watch it because you can see... It's kind of like watching the prototype of the original manga and thus the original show. And I think the, the uh, working show, uh, the, the first one itself, is very, very good. I think it's very funny because I like these kind of shows. I think this one... Um, takes longer to get into because you're watching the same. It's a it's a Wagneria that exists in Hokkaido, so they have four seasons, which is very interesting. Um, but it's it's just That's very interesting. It is. It's interesting to see that it's like wow, they actually have like snow on the so ground for like we, half the show. We, we, I, I, oh, okay, that's I, I do want a bit of J- Japanese cultural education here. The Japanese are very proud of the fact that they have Japan is one of the places in the year where you have four seasons. Yeah, you have a distinct. Autumn, which is distinct from summer, and it's distinct from winter. It's well, distinct from spring, and, and they're very different. And, it, and in fact, that like back in the the I think in the Heian period, uh, and maybe even going back further, they had seventy two micro seasons. And yes. you can you can look this up. Uh, there's there's no. th- there's blocks of five days in which they have like the boar returning to his cave or something is like the name of the season, <laughs> a five day season. Nice. We cannot do anime in that kind of a season. Anyway, this is this is good. Um, it isn't Sorry. great, but if you like the original working, I think it's fun to watch because you get to see the prototype of it, like I said, and um, you'll also be like, well, this isn't really as. At least the story takes place in like from beginning to end within twelve episodes, and it's like you you feel like you're watching something that's a little bit extra. Um, wh- did it work as a TV season? I don't know. I hope it. I hope it made a hell <laughs> you, of a you, lot of you money. Watched it. I watched it. I just wouldn't have been better as a series of OVAs, maybe. Okay. Hmm. <sighs> Heather, I want to bring up Gakuin Handsome. Oh yeah. Because I know I know Corey brought this up before, Man. and I don't know. Did you finish? No. Okay. But- it's worth binging it because they're like three minute episodes. Yeah, <laughs> it's episode eleven is probably my favorite because the art styles consistently change the in that one. Twitter buzz on this just made me. I, I have to finish watching you, this. You do. So I, I I had to look up some information because like by episode six, I'm like I have to look up information on this series <laughs> and why, why this, this exists. Exist? <laughs> it's based on a dating sim game. Ah, okay. That is purposely done in this style mm-hmm. to uh, make fun of the boys love genre it's according to an article I read they made an OVA to satiate their fans and right. then this anime was crowdfunded this anime exists because of a fandom Ian you, you, didn't, you didn't satiate the fans you, you spurred they, them they, they wanted the show and so it's and like it's so good it's like Little Witch Academia but it looks like this well I mean this, this, well, this is what happens when you if you if you watch it, if, you, if you've seen a lot of, of of boys love and like dating mm-hmm. anime and harem anime you can see the tropes yeah like I they're still definitely that. strong in there and if you've taught a lot of like middle school children you can definitely tell the art style <laughs> yeah and and it's it's just like I feel like once you hit episode six is where it really starts going. Like it's already Again, going. Three minutes long. It's three minutes long. So episode what, what, six. Once you is hit long. minute eighteen, it's it's full speed ahead. Well, they do they do they do a thing about like uh, the uh, the green haired one is is rich and he's sitting at his mansion and a flyer drops by. It's poorly drawn mm-hmm. with a with a loaf it's of bread on it is. and it's just like hiring part time timers for one day. And he's just like, yes, I will go and obtain a job so that people will understand me on the student council. <sighs> and, and it's just really, really awful, but it's really funny. It looked like a hell of a lot of fun. And it's like, like it, 
they're three minutes, so it's going to take you, what, like half, half an hour, hour yeah. to binge the whole thing? Just it is it. less work than Inferno Cop. <laughs> <laughs> For what it sounds like, similar, uh, similar reward. Okay, I'll take that as my cue. Uh, I'm not going to slow roll this. Uh, I'm jumping right in to talk about Yuri on Ice, mm. uh, which is, strangely, not my pick uh, for 2016. But I think this might be the most important anime of 2016. Uh, Yuri on Ice is an original property uh, about a figure skater named Yuri who returns to his hometown uh, of failure. Uh, and after then, failing in the Olympics, yeah. After, after or, well, yeah. So like after not placing, failing. not placing yeah. the Olympics, yeah. Yeah. he made it there, and like, most people would consider getting to the Olympics to be a pretty high achievement. It was the Olympics, not the Grand Prix final. Uh, pretty sure it was like the Olympics, wasn't it? I can't remember. Like, he now. hadn't won a Grand Prix, but he still placed in oh, the juniors okay. for the okay. Olympics. Yeah, but it's 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 a fully uh, a fully original property. It's a self-contained story. It's an absolutely beautiful story. Uh, the animation is fantastic. The music is spectacular. The the choreography is amazing. And the, did I mention the music? Mm-hmm. I'm going to yeah. mention the music the again because it's fantastic. Uh, one of my highlights of Pax's uh, of the Child's Play dinner this year is going to an after party and then playing the Yuri on Ice theme and the Yuri on Ice music from which he does his uh, figure skating routine mm. and just closing out the night like that. But the show is really, really good. I don't know if it's great. I don't think we'll be talking about the characters and the story in 20 years' time. But I think we're definitely going to be talking about how many people it brought to anime mm. in 20 years' time. Like I know so many people who either fell off the anime bandwagon years ago or who have never even touched the stuff, who have started watching and binging and loving Yuri on Ice. This is the best example, in my opinion, of doing a show that you can't really do in live action in the same way. And uh, it's uh, like it, yeah, you need to hire like like you need to hire actors who could actually skate. Yeah, you need, well, the routines that they do in the show are currently impossible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but like the locations and the budget necessary to actually make a series like this would be nigh impossible, and yet it's it's mundane. We're not looking at giant robots. We're not looking at, uh, at fantastic cars or fantasy. This is just this technically could be superhuman figure skater yeah, boys that are human. in love. Yeah, Have, like it really threw me off watching the first couple mm-hmm. episodes because when they figure skate, they look like real people and not how anime looks when yeah anime oh, when they do action move. scenes. And yeah. they're not all high schoolers, which yeah. is another thing. Like some Yuri's twenty three. Yeah, Yuri. Yuri. Well, the titular Yuri. Yeah. is twenty three. What he's saying is the, the end of his run as a figure skater. Yuri, the uh, the the Russian, Russian. Yuri, Yurio. is uh, much younger. Fifteen. Fifteen. Yeah. 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 And he's then there's a character that's like twenty eight. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Um, Victor is like twenty-seven. Oh, and the Canadian. Oh, JJ, JJ, JJ. style. Yeah, I, so who annoying. just really seemed to me like they were like, we need to, we need to make a, we need to make a North American. We need to make some. We need to make a Canadian. And make him an asshole. But, they, but yeah, they, but, they, but then make him collapse under pressure. It was just this. I I felt like that was more of like we need to make an American with an American flag, but we don't want to put an American in the show, but so we'll make Japanese, him Canadian. But but the Japanese impression of what the Canadian entire logo looks like. Oh yeah, yes. And there's these great little moments. And his parents, like he is 
definitely based on a Canadian figure skater of like, yeah. oh yeah, he's the prodigy, but then here's these potato-shaped parents who are there with him the whole way. And they, I mean, they make him they make him Quebecois. Yeah, it's I yeah. have a, so that's you know so like maybe that's the impression of what they think Quebecois are like. I, I have an Yuri on Ice adjacent question. Okay, have you looked up the plot for the skater? The King of the Skater. skater from, from which the song, Shall We Skate? Mm-hmm. Pichit's uh, theme comes from. No, I have not, but so, I've heard so about it. I, 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 looked up, I looked up uh, The King of the Skater because I wanted to know if it was just a... Clearly it's a reference to The King and I, mm-hmm. but I wanted to know if maybe there was like a, a skating thing. thing that maybe we just didn't know about. And there's not, but um, on Twitter... One of the people who worked on the show made a plot yes. that involves a trading card game and magical powers and time travel. And it's clearly a four-hour movie because yeah. there's no way you could cram everything into one, like an hour and a half. Well, because it would have to be a time movie. Yeah, right? it'd have to be like this long. Yes, it's, it's actually quite amazing the plot right up because it's very detailed. At least they acknowledge in in the movie, in the fake movie, that it's like yes, this is clearly supposed to be a take on uh, the King and I. So basically, it's a Hallmark movie. What? Love, and, love on ice. Yeah. And, yeah, the hallmark and, and the uh, the uh, fandom wiki article that I found that captured this all ha- also has fake trivia mm-hmm. for that movie. My favorite being that the collectible card aspect of this movie didn't really take off and clashed with some people. They didn't really <laughs> like it. So the world building on this in this series is also fantastic. People wanted it, to spend a lot of time. It's very deep. Yeah. The, and this like we, we we did a joke thing on uh, one of the local radio lives. Can you show this anime to your parents? Yeah. Yeah. This is an anime you can show to your parents. This is an anime you probably should. If show your, to your parents, parents are okay with a bit of mal nudity. Yeah. If they like butts. If you're looking for a fan uh, for an anime to show to your friend who doesn't necessarily like anime or they don't know if they like it or not, show this to them. This is an amazing gateway drug. It's funny because everyone was watching it and I'm like, I don't care about figure skating because I grew up watching figure skating with my parents and I give a crap about figure skating. And I'm like, this is probably great and everyone says it's fantastic and whatever, um, but I don't think I want to put any time into it. And then at some point somebody mentioned, well, there's this. I'm like, you know, okay, fine, I'll just watch it. And it charmed me within five minutes. Like that's what got me is I'm like, within the first five minutes, I'm like, this is a great opening theme that does not bode well for the rest of the show because the opening theme's too good. <laughs> um, all these other things about like watching what's going on, I'm like, I don't know. And then you start watching him skate, and then you start watching him skate Victor's routine at the beginning, and you realize it's like, oh, they had a hell of a budget, and they were willing to spend it. And this what, is going to be good. And what they what sold me, or what, what didn't sell me, the, the whole minute one mm. sold me. What told me this was going to be good was when they set up the issue of, oh, you're too fat to go back into figure skating. I thought, okay, here we go. Now we're going to get the, here's the plot for... The long-running shonen sports thing. For the first 13 episodes of the series is him getting back to being a competent figure skater. No. Done. Yeah. 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 The the show is relentless in its forward momentum. Yeah, yeah, and it's very good at um, implementing an idea and then bringing it back up later in a way that makes sense, yeah. but they needed to bring it up earlier so that you understood that concept. Like by the end, when they didn't do a figure skating thing right before before the subtitles were like, "Oh, that's clearly like not." I already knew like quadruple toe loop. I, I already knew that they didn't do the thing properly, yeah. and that this was bad and a dilemma. Yeah, you yeah. could actually start to understand what figure skating is like. So that's that's one of the shows I watched in 2016, and not my pick of the year. Yeah. Corey, what do you got for us? Uh, I'm going to bite the bullet and uh, bring up the most punctuation in the world. Yay. KJ with eight exclamation points. 
the we, thing that we we didn't want to talk about last time, and we all thought was a joke. We all thought was a joke, yeah. and it turns out it is. <laughs> turns out the joke's funny though. <laughs> turns out the joke's funny. It's really yeah. good. So like, I love this show. Do not watch it if <laughs> if. Do not like, show this to your parents. Well, like, there's like non-consensual groping and like clothes flying off and weird crap. But all the and but and buts. Oh, I but lots of buts and boobs. <laughs> but nothing. There's not nudity. Yeah, not not necessarily nudity. Just very heavily implied nudity, mm-hmm. and they're in very revealing costumes all like, the time. Yes. and sometimes they get costume changes that are. Worse. I wanted to say that I, I wanted to say that there's no gratuitous, uh, <laughs> but it, like it's it's weird to say that because no gratuitous what? There is a character whose entire character trait is that she can molest someone and they'll like it. Yes. I could see why there would be a comfort level. Just yeah. oodles of problems. For, everything. For the show. Everything yeah. is gratuitous, but it's all necessary for the bit to work. There's, like, to describe this, there's a scene where they go to a training camp, and in order to learn how to power up the super move, the character has to pull up turnips with her butt. Because she keeps breaking the stalks on mm-hmm. them. She can't get, like, the twist or the velocity right, and so she spends an entire day pulling turnips yeah. up with her butt. Mm-hmm. So I feel like with this show, because I only really got the first episode done, and, mm-hmm. and I do want to watch more of it, Yeah. Uh, but I feel like... The reason we don't have uh, an issue with this show is, say, maybe we would with another show that has, like, revealing clothing or stuff that doesn't hit our comfort levels is because you can tell the show knows. Yep. And isn't trying to to hide it. No, it's it's trying to push it in your face. Yeah. Very clearly. It's not not springing it on you. It's not like, I'm watching just a normal sports show and, oh my gosh, a tit. This, this, This is a show for fans of the medium. Like, a character in the show reveals her nipple so that she can grab someone's swimsuit and do a judo throw with her nipple. (laughs) Conversely, there's also a character in this show who is a direct reference to Gilgamesh from Fate Stay Night, who makes copies of other people's butts, and then they come out of her infinite butt uh, repository. Like I know, I know, I slag this a bit because I'm like, what a stupid premise and what a dumb. No, like, no, oh, really, it is real really dumb. Yeah, bad. and that's and but having like I watched the first episode as well because I'm like, this is not going to be good. And you guys, are, oh, and you guys are like, this is actually yeah. entertaining. It's, and I watched them like, also like, oh, I get the joke. The style is of a boxing anime. Yeah, like they have they have in fighters and out fighters and can, counter fighters and stuff. So it's like if you like Ashton Ojo or Hajime no Ippo, this is that. This is but with butts. Yeah. This, this this is gratuitous fan service in the same way that Star Wars The Force Awakens is gratuitous fan service. To, yeah. it's, it's like it's it's laser targeted to you, the viewer, who knows what's going on with all these tropes. Yeah. And then they put the budget and the quality behind it. Mm. Is it is it is it self-aware enough that yes. the girls real no, but that the girls themselves in the show are like, this is stupid. But we're making no, a lot no, of money. No, no, they are all in. Yeah, on they're this. sold they, on the idea. They take it very seriously. Okay. This is a sport. Yeah, this is a sport, and they are trying to become the best in the world. 
and the, the entire world it, that the show takes it very seriously. That mm. This is a well, this not is a really, legitimate sport. There are there are outsiders that don't get the sport, mm-hmm. but I mean every sport has those though. Exactly. So it's it's treated as part of the world. Yeah, but people like, are a legitimate part of the world. Yeah. So that's Keicho. <laughs> So it's probably worth watching a few episodes really of it. It's really fun. Yeah. yeah, it's really fun. Yeah, yeah. But if uh, wow, I can't be down on it. I, like, that's I really what, can't. That's the, what we're here for. Fun anime. The whiplash of us coming around to Keijo was. Oh yeah, that was some cognitive dissonance. It was. Yeah. It was like two days after snapping. we recorded that. We were like, oh shit, this is real good. I I, yeah. I, I put it down to it's all. It's very much like my uh, my introduction to JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Mm-hmm. I sat down to hate watch episode one and mm-hmm. just got. <laughs> <laughs> Beach, do you have anything else for 2016 for I us? do, actually. I have two more things. But I'm going to be quicker about these, I think. We're going to talk about uh, Udon no Kuni no Kin Ido Kemari, which is Poco's Udon World, is how they've is been translated in English. Udon? It'll, yes. it'll be Udon Kingdom. Udon, the... Udon Kingdom. Um, this is super friggin' cute. It just really is. Like how how sweetness and lightning is it? Uh it's not. It's not as okay. sweetness and lightning. The thing I really like sweetness and lightning. This is not this is not a cooking anime, which is a, sh- a huge shame. No. In that not. it isn't um, but on the plus side what it is is a single dad anime and I really dig on those. Um, a single parent anime I really dig on those actually. Um, because it's interesting to watch the kind of like, especially for somebody who's not a parent and they is a, a, they inherit a child, like they adopt a child, he just basically finds the our main our main character finds Poco, who's the who's the child the, the tanuki child Tanuki, child. yes, the Tanuki that can shapeshift uh, into a human, uh, but has like shapeshifts into a child and acts like a five year old child, and finds this boy and then is like, oh my god, it's a Tanuki, but I'm going to protect it. Um, and there's a whole process of things that that go on in the show. Um, he he was working the the main character. He's working in Tokyo. He his parents passed away, so he moves back home uh, to like a small town, whatever, where his dad ran an udon shop. His mom had already passed away a few years before. Like the parents had passed away preternaturally early, and so now he's tr- trying to pick up the pieces of his like of his of his psyche in his life, and he's not really sure how he feels about working in Tokyo anymore, and he's not really sure about being away from his hometown. So now he's back, and da 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 da. And then uh, Poco shows up and kind of reacquaints him with the feeling of being in this town. Um, there is no romantic arc. There is there is no. Uh, character growth for other characters. It is really just all about the main character trying to learn to reintegrate himself into his town. And it is a tourist show. It is every preview at the very end is is narrated yeah. by the vice governor of the prefecture. Ah. And he tells you an interesting fact about the thing and it's, that it's, was in the episode. It's, it's a non-changing animated like portrait. He's holding a thing and only his mouth moves while he's talking <laughs> about like, hey, you know, like this, this really, this really amazing lighthouse we have is a is a thing of this and a thing of, of whatever. Please watch the next episode of this. Or Check out my Haniwa. It's really weird because it's like you watch the whole thing. You're like, okay, this is really interesting, and then you realize it's like, oh, this is like this has been paid for by yeah. that region. I, I actually just want to see a supercut of those ending bits. Then yeah, it's so, and I think it's really cool. Um, I I think it's like a great little show. 
uh, if you're into this kind of thing. I thought he was going to like learn how to make udon and stuff and kind of build up yeah. whatever. That's not the point that's, of the show. That's, that was the problem I had going in was because the, the description made it sound like, oh, this guy from Tokyo is moving back and he's going to learn how to make udon and that would be really neat. That would be a good show. I know it's a dad anime, but seriously, the show is not really so much about I have a child so much as I'm now learning the perspective of my dad yeah. and remembering things from when I was a kid. And Poco yeah. is a catalyst for that. Yeah. Okay. And he's all and Poco's rough because it's like he can hide his ears in his tail or he'll but he on occasion they'll pop back out or he'll change back into a tanuki. And it's a, it's really meant to be kind of a thing of like, hey millennials, remember that small town you came from to come work in the city? Wasn't that small town actually really great now that you think about it? Maybe you should just move back home and be a part of that small town. Please, please do that. It was so wonderful here. Please bring, and have lots of kids. We need you to have lots of kids. Hell, adopt an animal and turn it into a human if you need to. Just have more goddamn kids. I think, it's, I think it was really good. I really enjoyed it. I, I think it was an enjoyable one as yeah. well. And I don't really gel with the kid anime. If that helps. <laughs> I'm going to go. I'm, I'm yeah, going to yeah, go now. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm going to choose uh, Magic Kion Renaissance. Okay. Which is another show that was based off of a dating sim. Mm-hmm. It's, okay, so it's kind of, it is, the ending's very meh, but it's better than other dating sim shows I've seen. Look where they don't really, boys. they don't pick, like. Oh, they don't I, pick? She doesn't pick, but they like very heavily are skewing towards one. Okay. So I give it a little bit more than the one where it's just like clearly it could have been anyone because that really annoys me. But what I like about this world is they go to a school for magical arts, as in if I'm really skilled or really good at making a painting, lights happen, and everyone knows I'm really good at it because sparkly lights happen, uh. and my lights are different shapes than other people's lights. And we go to the school to work on our magical arts, essentially so that we can be art performers, where when we perform art, people can see our lights go everywhere and how pretty they are. So it's not that the magic makes you good at art. It's no. that you have to be good at art in order to show off your magic. Well, yes. that's, that's, that's classic Lloyd. Yeah. And, yeah. and it's, not even, it's, it's not even a thing of like, you're making magic and the magic does a thing. It's just, it looks very pretty and it's part of your art. And it, it's more, it's, it, I think what they're really trying to show by doing that is that this piece of artwork or this person working on this piece of artwork evokes feelings out of you and mm-hmm. makes you really feel like something magical is happening. But magic is actually happening. It's, it's a thing people can see. And... The uh, I was I was skeptical that the show would be any good because when they show the girl walking around being part of this committee to make this thing happen in the preview, she's looking at all the guys doing all the different pieces of artwork and I'm like, why is she at the school? Does she not do anything? She does flower arrangements, oh, which is really cool because everybody else does art and magic lights happen. Her lights don't happen until she puts the last thing in and she's like, it's done. And then it goes... <laughs> It's great. <laughs> I, I'm not surprised at your pick, Heather, given your 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 uh, excitement last season for another anime that we'll probably talk about and the magic that was supposed to happen in it. That we're, I'm saving that for later. Yes. Yeah. Okay. We're all saving that for later. Anything else to say about uh, magical... Magicune Renaissance? I enjoyed it. The ending is meh, but I like <laughs> the concept. 
And it is pretty. Good. It's and pretty. there are boys. Good. good there stuff. are boys. I will also do a very uh, short discussion of uh, my other show that I watched a bit of from last season, mm-hmm. and that was Sun Gatsu no Lion. Uh, and is it written in the thing as three Gatsu no Lion? It is. It is. Yes. Okay. Not everyone understands the Japanese word for three, but we'll get there. Sure, I just some someday. Just wanted to be sure that we could pull we'll the trailer. Yeah. Yeah. I think we'll, in English. We'll I think we're four we're four episodes into this, and it's exactly what I wanted it to be. It's it's a it's a, a story about an adult uh, who reminds me a lot of one of our friends. And uh, I mean, he's seventeen. Like he's a high school student. He's still a shogi prodigy, prodigy living yeah. his own, yeah. making yeah. his own wage. And this yeah. one is continuing into this season. Yes, as well. and they're doing adult, he's doing adult things, having adult problems. Everyone's very sad, and I don't think we'll get to a point where everyone's happy. But we might, we just might get to a point where everyone's okay. Mm. I forgot. I forgot. You prefer. Watching things that are sad, mm-hmm. yep. and having music that is happy. I, like, I learned that last time. I like Not on this show, but a different things. thing. <laughs> yeah. So that's uh, yeah, Sangots in a line. Absolutely beautiful artwork, uh, great music. Mm. Uh, not that far into it, but I don't need to be because it's it's continuing. Yeah, that is that is a show I want to watch. I just haven't had time yet. Yeah. Corey, mm-hmm. what did you watch in 2016 that wasn't Keijo? Or rather, in, in the la- in the fall. <laughs> uh, let's see. Two shows that I dropped. I'm just going to mention them. Ooh. Cheating Craft and Drifters, because I mentioned them as shows that I was looking forward to. Cheating Craft turned out to, like, not go anywhere mm. very quickly and not... Mm-hmm. Like, as a, as a starting show, it is definitely showing its lack of budget and mm. experience. Uh, and then Drifters, which is basically, like alternate universe time travel Helsing is awesome and cool and I've only watched three episodes of it but it's beautiful mm. it's I agree on Drifters style. I actually think Beach would really like Cheating Craft I think Beach would like Cheating because yeah. I've watched all of it they're 10 minute episodes they're it really sounds weird, stupid but I think it's, he would enjoy it's it it's stupid and over the top yeah yeah. it yeah. feels like Gintama to me we, we also uh, there's a voice actor from Gintama in there okay and we haven't dropped Cheating Craft so much as just we haven't uh, got to I it. I dropped Cheating Craft. I haven't dropped Drifters. We just haven't gotten to yeah. Drifters. Cheating Craft mm-hmm. is like on the floor and eating through it. It is. It is. It is a. It is a ten minute episode thing though. Like I binge watched that really quickly. Drifters is the best of the three different Nobunagas that uh, showed up in, in fall of twenty sixteen. <laughs> All right, there were a lot of Nobunagas. There were a lot of Nobunagas. Yeah. I did like the Nobunaga of the Drifters. Uh, well, and if I can jump. Back here, uh, mm. if, we're, if we're mentioning the series that we're they were continuing on, uh, someone's going to ask Gundam Iron Blood Orphans. I am continuing to go through it. Mm-hmm. It's good. It's Iron Blood Orphans <laughs> in the Gundam style. We don't need to talk much about it. Right. You had a third pick. Flip flappers. Flip flappers. Flip flappers. Watched flip flappers. Uh, I w- based on the this is the okay. So let's start with a complaint about Annie Chart, and I love Annie Chart, but. Uh, AnyChart.net is is where I go to find out what's happening in the next season. They have a beautiful interface uh, um, compared to a lot of other websites. Um, Their description of this show was basically everything that I hate about a show, which is if you see more than three terms in quotes, I won't watch it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because I know that if I have to learn a new vocabulary in order to understand what the hell's going on in your show... Oh, words? Yeah. You're like, these are the... Peculiars, and they fight Angel, which is an evil organization that collects uh, 
peculiar, you know, like some sort of horseshit. Those, those are not <clears> terms <throat> associated with the show. I will no. point no. that out now. I know pure illusion is. Yes. yes, and that's the thing. So I was, I was pure illusion. I was reading the th- I was reading the thing, and I'm like, oh, so these girls have to go to you know these girls who have weird names, uh, Coconut and Papika, uh, both are going to pure illusion to find shards of whatever. No. Amorphous. No, 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 no. There, well, the thing is, is in the in the description, it was shards of something, and it was like, I was yes. like, what? No. And Doctor Salt wants them to, and I'm like, huh? No, doesn't matter. I, I like the name Doctor Salt. Millennium envoys. The, the show, the show is about Coconut, who is just kind of drifting through her high school life in a in a very unusual. Like, I love the setting because mm-hmm. the setting feels proto pseudo European. But some Japan, but mostly European, mm-hmm. and everything is very colorful. Um, there's a lot like the, the, the normal world is very colorful. Uh, and Coconut's drifting through her high school life, and then Papika shows up riding some sort of uh, um, surfboard, some sort of floating surfboard. I can, can which I just point this doesn't out? Doesn't exist in the world. Can I just point this out? Coconut's grandmother is sitting. On what looks like a wooden rocking chair, but it is a motorized scooter, and it's like a future scooter, like it's this future wheelchair uh, thing. That's but every time you see her, you only see the wood in the back. But it has a wooden the- back to nice. it, and I'm like, there's all these weird little moments in the show that are like that they really felt like we're 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 developing a look. Um, they the. I would. You definitely have to give this three episodes. Um, within the first episode, that's I think when you'll, they become magical girls. Yeah, yeah that's in, the, I, in the first episode, it's like you'll get a good good feel for what's going on. But the idea is that Papika shows up and says, "Come on an adventure with me," and Coconut's like, "No," and is like, "Well, that's great because I'm taking you anyway." And then whoop, they go through a pipe and they drop into whatever, and then this world full of snow, and and then stuff happens, and it's just like. The the world that they're in is is pure illusion. Pure illusion can be anything, any kind of world. Um, and I was like, okay, so yeah. what's the what's the catch? Um, I was reading something awful for them, and people were like going on about flip flappers is actually really good, and which is what made me watch it in the first place. And when I got to about the second or third episode, I'm like, I get it. Like people are saying, oh, it's like it's like they're telling a fairy tale, and I'm like, it's more like it's supposed to have a feel of a fairy tale. Yeah. But it's not supposed to be a fairy tale. It's supposed to have kind of this like this feeling of there's stuff going on, you don't know what it is. And then by the middle of the season, I was starting to get uninterested because I felt like, oh, now we're getting into like there's reasons for all of this. There's reasons why all this stuff's happening, and there's things that we have to do now. And now you've been recruited by this organization to go do this thing and acquire these things and do that, da 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 da. And I'm like, ugh, this sucks. I just wanted these two girls to go on adventures in like weird places. That's all I wanted. I wanted to find these little stones and be happy. And then it starts to pick up a little more, and you start to realize, oh, there's more at stake here. There actually is a story, and it is Coconut's story. And I thought, there's actually a lot more going on. This is not my pick for 2016. <laughs> but this, like, and I wouldn't put this as my pick for 2016. I don't think it's as good as a lot of the stuff that I watched all year. But as a show that kind of, like, is its own thing, you might have seen some of the tropes before, but I don't think you've seen a show like this. I don't think you've seen a story told quite the same way. And it's really and it's really really pretty. What are you waiting for? Sign up today. today. <laughs> They're not a sponsor. Do not. Sponsor. All right, I'm done. <laughs> All right. Heather. All right. Um, this is my last pick for the fall season mm-hmm. that we're going to talk about, which is a uh, magical girl raising project. That R- raising right? Not raising. Raisin. Raising. raising. <laughs> There's a key we try out Magical Girls so, until no, they're that's really great. I, I initially was not going to watch this show because uh, I had heard it compared to Madoka 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and you can massacre. see why. And well, because the the they very said that opening they're, scene they're, starts on a massacre. Yeah, they're like, they're like oh. Like well, dead bodies and blood dark. everywhere. We're doing a medical series, yeah. and it is uh, dark, yeah. and you'll like it because it's like that other series that was dark, right? And which is why I didn't want to watch it. Uh, but then I had, a, I had a few people mention it, and uh, Ben even said he was quite enjoying it, and I was like, oh, okay, I, I, I do want, would like to watch more magical girl anime, and I wasn't aware Flip Flappers was actually a magical girl <laughs> anime at the time, so I was like, I'll, I'll check this out. And as, as Corey says, it starts with a scene with a massacre. And then, like, cuts to the opening, and then we pretend that never happened, which... Yeah, for a while. I do like, I do think really no. softens the reveal at the end of episode two. But the, the core thing of we are using we are using a your cell phones to put out an app called Magical Girl Raising Project, where you make a little avatar, you fight little whatevers, to find girls that we want to recruit as magical girls... And make a contract with not Madoka at all. Well, the contract is different, and that's I'm not going to go into that for spoiler <laughs> that's fine. reasons. But the the by the end of the first episode, they're like, oh, by the way, we need to half how many? There's like 16 of you. We we can't. That's too many. We should give it to eight. And everyone's like, what? And I expected the show to go tournament style because it's like, oh, there's 16 girls and now there needs to be eight of them and, yeah. and things. It does not do that. Hmm. It is more a show about here are 16 people. Here is a problem that is presented to them. How do they all deal? Because some of them are like, well, I'm going to send a, c- a complaint to the admin of this app because this is not fair and I should complain properly, and we should do this. And another one's like, we should all group together and work this out together. And others are like... No, I'm just going to get more candy because there's a candy system. For all the good deeds you do, mm-hmm. you get candy. So maybe it's more like Bokorano than Madoka. I haven't seen enough of Bokorano. <laughs> but I, I do, it does like end up going further, and then, of course, there's a background plot that is the darker plot that they get into. But I really did like how it was more, we're going to solve this problem differently. And then how people start to react to it. I also really liked that all the magical girls were different. They start you off with some middle schoolers, but there are adults, uh, mm-hmm. there are younger children, and you never know who is who because they transform into what their avatar looks like. Okay. So one turns into a robot, so you can't tell. She could be any age. Do people die? Oh, yeah. Okay. All, a lot of them. Just want to put that out there. It is, I believe it has a, like an R rating. There is blood. Um, a lot. There's not a lot. I wouldn't say there's a lot of gore. No, it's just blood. It's just mostly blood, but there is a lot of death. And I thought it ended pretty well. It, it, it also had a few twists for things where they gave you ex- things that you would follow for certain expectations that you would normally see uh, in other shows and then changed them in ways that made sense but were like, what? But it didn't make you feel dumb for being, why would you think that? Hmm. Which I, I liked. Fascinating. Hmm. Corey, do you have anything else from this season? No. Or from, okay, well, that is that is our review of 2016's fall season. So now it's previews. Let's have a look then at uh, winter of 2017. Um, and I'm just going to keep it going down the line here. Corey. You. I... <laughs> You go first. I guess I will go first. You're after Heather. Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> I'm not going to talk about that because that is my pick of the year. 
Uh, which leaves me with Lupin the Third. Yay! The blood spray, blood spray, the blood spray of Ishikawa Goemon. That sounds ominous. Ah, um, so yeah. a movie, right? So it is a movie, and we're going to the preview section. So we've either seen very little of these series or just the previews, so we can't really say much about them. Jesus. But boy, oh boy, am I excited for a Goemon side story movie. Yeah. We've had uh, this. This continues the. Uh, in the tradition of the woman they call Fujiko Mine, the and then the grave of Jigen, the grave, grave of Jigen Daisuke. Daisuke. Yeah. And so this is your Goemon side story, and boy oh boy do I hope this means we get a miniseries or a movie about Zenigata next. <laughs> but this is this looks like a real return to like monkey punch levels of intensity in Lupin, in that it's going to be uh, it's going to be very dark, it's going to be very gritty, but you can definitely see that already from the animation. But if there's one thing that uh, the last season of Lupin the Third, Lupin the Third Part Four, or Blue Jacket Lupin, has told me, it's that we are in an era where we understand what Lupin is now. This is Lupin for the gritty, uh, the gritty aughts. Mm. Actually, we're way out of the aughts now. Aren't yeah, we? we're, we're into the, the into the gritty teens, but it does it in a way that is appropriate. That, the, the angsty teens. Yeah, it's it's not gritty for grittiness sake. This is a this is a very conscious style and they go all in on that. Like Lupin doesn't stop being cool because he's in a difficult situation. Mm-hmm. But Lupin was never supposed to be like a he's never supposed to be like a goofy character, a gag character. It's just supposed to be an aspect of his, of his personality. Yeah. 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 But this yeah. is about Goemon, who's always just been like serious Stoic. and yeah. get things done. And we, we've had yeah. aspects of Goemon's history uh, revealed to us, but this just seems to be focused on him in a way we haven't had since the Fuma Clan or the Fuma Conspiracy. Mm-hmm. And cool. Yeah, it's going to be exciting. Can't wait to hear the remix of the Loop in the Third theme. <laughs> <laughs> Corey. Okay, uh, my first pick for the year that looks interesting is Aka uh, Jusanku Kansasu Ka. Yeah I, yeah, I think this one looks good, too. Hmm. So it's about a, a government with 13 <laughs> districts. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's this government worker guy. He's an inspector, and he goes to visit personnel in the various districts, and they all have, like, code names. So it looks a little Gestapo-y. It's, it's Madhouse. Mm-hmm. I think the director worked on Space Dandy and such. Yeah, I think he was the primary director. Yeah, that's... Uh... That fits. Yeah. Yeah, I like I like the look of this one. Yeah, and it's just it but it it looks like it's just this character going to different locations and visiting so it'll be like personal and stuff about the different scenes that he's in and Is it is it political? Is yeah, it Yeah, probably. 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 Okay. Because I, he's he's a government worker and he's Inspecting. It's funny how much like you can try to glean just from the choice of art style they decide to use. Like we just watched the Lupin trailer, and it's like, well, this is going to be dark. This is going to, f- this is going to be like a, a gritty take on whatever. This seems very bright and for the, something that might end up being. It's got like cool like Joker game jazz music. Uh, okay. Mm, okay. Yeah, like I think there'll be politics in this. I don't know if politics will necessarily be like the main focus of Those the outfits. theme or. Yeah, I think I think it's just going to be like it's about the main character and the way he deals with the different people that he has to like go visit. Yeah. Mm. Interesting. <laughs> what are you interested in? Uh, Gintama. <laughs> you don't Sorry, I'm say. supposed to pick. I'm supposed to pick Surprise! something. Yeah, yeah. Surprise! There's some more Gintama. There's more Gintama. Between now and when the show becomes unprofitable. We're on episode. This will be the start of I think episode 371. 
Uh, I okay. So let's be let's be fair. There's no way I thought I was ever going to end up watching a show that was going to go longer than 200 episodes. Like the longest show I ever watched and still haven't watched all of. Legend of Galactic Heroes is Sailor Moon. Oh. oh. Sailor you Moon tops out. Seen at, all of Sailor Moon? No, tops out at 200 episodes. I'm so sorry. I've this, been such a bad wife. There's just lots of episodes we will, we will that I end up missing. Right now. Oh Christ. <laughs> Sorry, we're leaving the podcast to finish Sailor Quitting Moon. my job for the next six months and watching nothing but Sailor Moon. But apparently. I watched all the stars in an evening. This is more Gintama. If you watch Gintama, you know you want to watch this as well. Um, they've stopped with the punctuation thing, I think. I'm not sure. This because one when was Heather just put it. As Gintama 2017, as far as I can yeah, tell. Yeah, they added a number. There was yeah. a period, but I didn't know if that was. Part, part of, of the name or, or not. not, and that's the problem. Is that now I have no way if, of knowing. If it follows with Apple, the next one will be the new Gintama. It's just so weird because it's like the Gintama was like Gintama, and it went for like the four four different series they made, and was around like two hundred odd episodes, and then it's like okay, so now Gintama's taking a break and coming back as Gintama with an apostrophe, and then. When that was over, it came back as Gintama with a degree sign. Yeah, see, so I think because the I think they were just giving a big legit. like the pyramid's probably there. Yeah, yeah, they're just yeah. giving a big middle finger to all this punctuation horse shit, and they're just picking stuff that's really hard to write. But the period, I think, is like it felt like I don't know if it's supposed to be there or not. It doesn't really matter because it's just more Gintama. Is, is this going to be a good place for people to get into Gintama? No, absolutely not. <laughs> don't start watching Gintama <laughs> now. It would be like <laughs> trying to watch One Piece now. I have a feeling it wouldn't make honest, any sense. I think Gintama is really not for an average viewer. Oh, Christ, it isn't, because no. Because it references so heavily of so much anime and so much Japanese culture and yeah. so much puns the, that is it feels impenetrable. This, this, but this feels more impenetrable than JoJo to me. This anime would have the for advanced viewers only sticker on it. It really should. Like, parental advisory, you need to have... If you and the thing is, it's like, oh look, there's new characters because I know they're going to be new characters because they're actually drawing them with more than like three frames of animation kind of deal. <laughs> Sunrise puts a lot of money into this, and and the staff like they like to have fun with slagging on Sunrise all the time, and yet Sunrise puts a lot of money into the show to make it look really good, and they know they're making money off of it. <laughs> um, but I love it. The the here's the point: the guy in the, the silver hair there, uh, he used to be a really powerful samurai. Um, but now he uh, works in an odd job store, or rather, he owns an odd job store, and he has like the the girl in the china outfit and the and the boy with the glasses. The two of them uh, help him out doing odd jobs around town, and it's a gag anime, and it has arcs, and sometimes the arcs are super serious, and sometimes the arcs are not. Yeah. But I would watch from the beginning, and especially if you like like Japanese culture and Dragon Quest, because they reference that shit a lot. Yeah, a I, lot. To be fair, I wouldn't say that you wouldn't enjoy this if you didn't understand those oh, things. But there's clearly so many references to so found, many things that I found out the analog. Finally, yes. what is the Big Bang Theory of anime? Oh, I no, no, I wouldn't say that either. Well, that's what Big no. Bang Theory fans would say. No, no, no. 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 <laughs> All right, moving on. Um, I'm gonna pick the one that I'm most excited for next season. I think. I'm pretty sure this was the one I was most excited for next season. Little Witch Academia. Yay! It is finally getting its TV anime. Finally. Uh, so, uh, that's, it's, a, it's a trigger series. They've done two movies? Yeah. Now? This is one of the trigger prestige series rather than yes. the trigger make money um, series. It's, Although this will also make a ton of money. all kinds of things that I really like, which is essentially Magical Girls, and, but like, fun, good story, uh, like, it, it, it like the animation I really love. Classic. Yeah. yeah, it feels like an older style of animation, but like new. 
Yeah, yeah the, the, and just like the world the immaculate yeah, the, the world and, and the the whole the style. the whole thing with the main character of like I be decided to become a witch because I watched a witch over here do a parade like a uh, circus show mm-hmm. and I thought that was cool. Now we saw that story play out obviously in the first movie. Yeah, I don't. By, I don't know if that's actually going to be what they show here. By movie, we have to also say that the movie was fifteen five minutes. It's a short. Yeah. Yeah, because well, didn't they make like a they longer were, version eventually? A, yeah, they, well, not, they flushed it out. It's not the same story recycled. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, yeah. it's like so the, I don't really the, I don't expect this to be the same story. Okay. Little Witch Academia and Little Witch the whatever parade one. Yeah, yeah. They're not the same story. Some of the same stuff. They're, they're some, kind of happens with yeah. the character development, but. This, this is a continuation. This, this looks like it's either going to happen alongside what was happened in the first short, or is a retelling and then continuation. Like, I, yeah, I feel like there might be they might go into some background info again, just to kind of set just it up because it is. Yeah, they're going to show what like the main characters. Yeah. Because she's still in the school with people, yeah. and shiny chariot's yeah. still a big deal. And, and I love the characters and. And just, I don't know, the feel of it's just really great. Like, it's happy and it's fun and it's kind of... We know that Trigger's able to tell a good story, a, a coherent story. We know that they're really good with animation. And we and because they've done the shorts, we know these characters, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're... Well, and we know that people want this, right? Because the first oh, yeah. one was Kickstarted? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, the first one, I believe, was just a short that they put out... And then the Kickstarter happened from that. Yeah, for the for the, for, second, for one. the second one, and then this one is just happening. Yeah, now. then they just realized we can just do this. Yeah. yeah. So re- I really like that the fact that it's like we know people want this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We've already proven that. So this, yeah, this will and be something. And that they ended Luluco with like the high five. Yeah. The, the passing the baton. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, spoilers. <laughs> it's very minor it's spoiler. It's not part of the plot no, of Luluco. Yeah. All right, Ian, go ahead. Um, I'm done for my re- uh, recommendations, except in, in the sense that it will bleed into my anime of the year. Okay, cool. So, Corey, got uh, Onihei, which is about Gesundheit. an Edo period guy that decides to be a detective, I guess, and he's like solving <gasps> robberies and arson, and as far as I can tell, this guy that works at Madhouse, he's like the main producer guy he worked with... Uh, I guess Tezuka, like a long time ago, but he just he made a production company to make this. Oh, so like, so the, the, the the studio M two that's listed as the animation company typically on this mm-hmm. isn't really a company that does animation. Like TMS, uh, I think did the animation for this, but I think this is a passion project for this guy that works at Madhouse. Oh, TMS is, is generally the producers of the Lupin series, so yeah. we can mm-hmm. garner a certain quality from this. Uh, yeah, this this was on my possible list, but I wasn't willing to give it a recommendation until I saw an episode. I couldn't find a, a PV of it. Yeah, it's, re- it's based on a novel. I'm really glad to hear you're interested in it because this looks. Yeah, that, that was the description I read too, based mm-hmm. on a novel. I'm like, uh, I don't it's have hard time to... to find out what that means. Yeah. That's on the ninth, which is going to be a couple days. Yeah, yeah. that's. <laughs> yeah. Beach, what you got? Uh. Let's look it up because I just had it in my brain. Oh yeah, Koto Sensei Q, Quest. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're they're nicking it down to Q, but it's Koto Sensei yeah. Quest. If you watched Assassination Classroom, and uh, you should have, um, this is a spinoff hmm. where instead of uh, instead of everybody being students 
who are trying to kill their teacher. This is about students who are trying to kill their teacher. Mm. What? I know, right? Is the teacher Koro Sensei? The teacher is Koro Sensei. What? And instead of them all being instead of them all being students in a normal school setting, they are all students as uh, as like uh, potential heroes yeah. in an in an RPG. And it falls, it's basically, I mean, it's cast of 35 people. Um, and it's just, it's a goofy series. It's a gag series. Um, if you are already familiar with Assassination Classroom, this is to twig all that because clearly after the ending of Assassination Classroom, you're going to be like, but I want to see more of Koto Sensei and everybody yeah. else. And he plays Mao. He plays the uh, the big bad. They keep yeah. nicking it down to. It's it's really cool. I, I think it's fun. and it But it... If you're familiar, is it, is, it, is it more time with Koro Sensei, or are the characters from the original yeah, there's a couple series? Of that, but just in a different context. Yeah, all the all the characters that like the story is retold as if it was a medieval RPG. Okay, as a sword and sorcery RPG essentially, and so more no of I think, guns. No guns, as far as everybody has swords and stuff. Yeah, um, uh, they're shorter episodes too, aren't they? Yeah, they're like, like ten, 10 minutes, minutes long, and um, I mean, obviously they give the main characters like Nagisa and um, and anybody else. Well. I'm still here for you. <laughs> if you were in a classroom distance tw- to 20, go because bad, clearly. But I want to see more of you, b- please. <laughs> Mo, plays that. For those of you not watching the video, uh, Beach managed to activate Siri, Siri on Ian's For a phone. paragraph yeah. of text. I really should have screen capped that. Beach, would you say that this is a good place to get into Assassination <laughs> Classroom? No, it isn't. You have to be completely familiar with the series. Uh, or this one. You could watch half of the series and still come in and watch this, but you have to be a fan of the series to enjoy it. Or but, read the manga. Or read the manga. Actually, this. that's true, too. You could read, read the entire manga and and uh, watch this. Yeah, because it follows it pretty closely, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, and it, would, oh, yeah. it basically... it just It's all the cues from... from Like, they have to go get... Um, what the hell's his name again? The redhead one. He's going to pop up on screen in a second. Um, is it... It's Archie. No. Yeah, I don't remember his name. Anyway, they have to go get him. Um, Karma. They have to go get Karma, and Karma was like staying at home and not doing anything. But in this episode, in, in this series, Karma is living in a cave, and they have to go convince him to come be a part of their quest to kill Koro Sensei. And Koro Sensei's like, "Yes, let's go get him so he can be a part of this quest." And he basically does everything he does in the series. It's just that they're recontextualizing it. It's really cool. <laughs> yeah. I, Clearly it's making I, people money. I disagree with the fact that you might enjoy this series if you're a fan of Assassination Classroom, but only because I enjoyed Assassination Classroom for different reasons, and this one went back to the reasons that you enjoy these types of anime, which is gag-related, yeah. and because they're cutting them down to like 10-minute episodes, yeah. I feel like they're going to focus way more on the gag portions. I, I like this because it's a bunch of jokes. So it's, not, I, um, it's not the series. I like it I, because I'm familiar with the series. I don't think I'm going to like that at all. No. I I have two others. I'm gonna go through them briefly because they're they're shorter and uh, so Kuzuno Honkai mm-hmm. uh, is a romance show. I couldn't really find much about it. I'm just gonna screen cap these. <laughs> um, the the description said that there were uh, there was a couple. Who are together, they seem like the perfect couple, they seem like they have a perfect relationship, but they have a secret they share. I'm sure they'll reveal that in like the first episode. It's a romance. That's about all I know. Uh, it looks pretty. I want to watch it too. Seiren is the other one, which is also a romance. It is it is an original though, and it um, I liked the animation look of it. 
I really don't know what it's about. Mm. They're both, to me, like, I wouldn't, if, if I had other picks for, for the upcoming series, I would not pick both of these to share because they, I just don't know enough about them, but they're both romances, and I'm like, I want a good romance, and I'm hoping one of these they will be that for me. They look like they're really trying to bite on Makoto Shinkai's style after the success of, one, of Your Name this mm-hmm. past year. Interesting. Yeah, so I'm just, I'm just hoping one of them will, like, hit the, the romance story that I want for this season. We'll, we'll trip the romance flag? Yes. Yeah, good. You gotta go down the right character path. Do we have any other... Uh... I have Ryuno Haisha, the dragon dentist. Oh, <laughs> yes. cool, so okay. This is, this is two more episodes, it looks like, based on, or following a short that was made for the Animation Expo, for the Animators Expo, mm-hmm. right? And it's, like, such a bizarre short, the original one, like, a bunch of these trainees climb this dragon, and one of them falls into a tooth, and into, like, the world inside the tooth, and it's, like, dark and gritty, and she has to, like, confront her fears kind of thing. And it's very short. Neat. It's, like, five minutes. Okay. But, and, and, and this is, like, more continuation, because she became a dragon dentist at the end of that, and wouldn't reveal her name, but... Uh, Oh, maybe she'll spend the whole time not giving her name in this, too. Yeah, that might be good. Yeah. But, yeah, it's just, like, this huh. world at war with the mix of, like, battleships and stuff, and the country's dragon needs a dentist to fight a bacterial infection. Yeah, yeah. I, I only looked up this one because you told me to. Yeah. And and when the trailer starts and it's like, you know, world of dragons and things are happening, and there's some stuff and I can see some people with fangs and then and giant then it ends and it's called and dragon like, dentist. Yes. And you're like... Yes. Oh, yeah, what the absolutely does that mean? want to watch that. So yeah, it's going to be it's, like this war is going on, and yeah. this girl is climbing around this dragon's mouth, fighting monsters I, and going inside of the teeth. It's potentially not. like in the, in the description, she finds a boy that has fallen out of the tooth. So like maybe the dragon's teeth generated a human being. It's not the show I expected to get a continuation from the Animator Expo, but and I'm, they've got the director from Fully Cooly. Yeah. Hmm. Well, you know, this all stands to reason. Yeah. <laughs> Anything Which else? I also learned that they're making a FLCL 2017. Yes. Yes, yeah, they are. Which is... Hey! Let's talk about it. That's interesting. I don't think that's coming out this season. That's, that's not this season. Yeah. No, it's yeah. this That's year. why we're yeah. not talking not about season. that yet. Yeah. Um, Do you have anything else? I, there are other things this uh, that I'm watching this season uh, as well, and it's all just continuations of stuff that I read in the manga, and I didn't put trailers in for any of it, but there was something else in here that I remembered. Oh, yeah. Um, there's something called One Room. We don't have a trailer for it, but that was another thing I might watch. It's a TV short, and it's about, like... Oh, yeah, no, It I takes place in, like, that. one room. What? And it's... But it's, a, it's like, these girls talking about their experiences yeah, so or something. You have it's a experiences short. in one room and with I don't really the get, girl. I, I don't really I, get what it's about, but I'm like, that kind of intriguing. I'm going to watch the first one to see what it is. It sounds a little different. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And there's other things I'm going to watch, like um, Kobayashi-san's Maid Dragon, uh, Gabriel Dropout, and Demi-chama Katara-itai, because they're things that are based on manga I'm reading, and we're not going to talk about any of those, but yeah. So for... Are, we, are any of us watching Handshakers? I, I, I want to see what that is. I'm not, I'm not laughing at that because of the reason that like I was laughing at Keijo, but it's like, I'm not transforming this with really you. Really serious. That's trailer what handshaking is for. About like 
the sci-fi magic battle yes. thing. It's like, and they're called handshakers. It's like, I, I, I kind of want to see the first episode of that. It's a, so, you know, the bogus made-up fantasy names. Yeah. For, for our 2016 picks of yeah. the year, okay. I just want to first point out that um, my criteria for that was the show that we enjoyed the most. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like Ian and Beach to go first because I know Corey and I share the same one. Yes. Okay, we That's picked good. the same one. Would you I, like to go first? Um, I'll let you go first. Okay. Actually. Fight. Uh, Let's get all the Beach talking in one nice it, bolus. It'd be. F- <laughs> <laughs> Here it uh, comes. I'm sick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very sorry. I don't. We don't have cough switches on any of these, mm. but it's what His happens. His name is Paul. Um, no. No, this well, is not a cop switch. Let's see, see if I can remember the Japanese title from memory. Boku dake ga irumachi, or erased. erased. Ooh, you call it by its <laughs> yeah, it's name that, that everybody knows it by. Yeah, erased, um, or or um, a town a town without me, a town I don't live in. Um, oh wow, that that's sounds a, so that's, cool. That's, Doesn't that's, it? that's a yeah. much better title. Yeah, that's what that's what it literally means. It's like, remember how he talks about it in the series? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that literally means the town without me. Yeah. Oh, that's oh, a that, better. That's that so good. Yeah, yeah they good. talk they talk about it in the series, uh, and it's like that's literally what the translation yeah. should be. They just called it erased, and I'm kind of like, uh, it's kind of a whatever. This. Um, I the criteria for me picking erased. We already talked about erased a lot, this and all of us my, loved it. This was almost oh, my pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah it it's on the top. list. My yeah. my criteria for picking this versus other things like, for example, Assassination Classroom, um, or for picking like other <laughs> things like Mayo Ego was was good as well. Uh, the Hidden Village. Um, oh, I forgot that was this year. And there were other things that we that you know we went through. I forgot about my yoga completely I until I opened Mitomo and saw that I'd entered it as an answer for what am I really into right now. <laughs> yeah, but this was capital G good. It was shocking. I'm trying to read the manga, and it's shocking to me how into this I was. Uh, in that an episode would come out and everything stopped. Yeah. It was like no. Put it all down. We watch this. Yep. Yeah, you know, and I was just like, I need to know what's going on. You have to know what's going to happen next because you have to know that everyone's going to be okay. Yeah, maybe, or that they're going to make it or through. Something this. Something's so something I, will change. I'm it going d- through uh, through Stranger Things right now. Yeah, yeah, and I'm getting a similar feeling from that that I got from this. Right. This this was the Stranger Things of anime of 2016. Yeah. If you need a reason, to, if you need a reason to watch that, like, and, and contextualize it in terms of something that happened here, and I haven't seen Stranger Things, but I think that's a that's probably a very yeah, good accurate uh, way to describe it. It's just. Um, it just felt so good. I I didn't I didn't like the ending, um, but it was a good ending. Mm. And and it's kind of like if I didn't like the way that it ended, and yet still felt really good about the show. There's something really good going on here with the show, as far as as far as I was concerned. Um, you need to watch this. You need to find a way to watch it, and you need to watch it. And if you binge it, that's fine. Uh, watching it one every week was a different way to do it. I think it's available for free on Crunchyroll at the moment. Yeah, you yeah. should get into this. This was like, really good. Part of me part of me really doesn't like the idea of binging a show like this because I like having time in between episodes. Yeah. But at the same time, by the time you get to the end of the thing, if you know the next one is out, you're, you're just like, I need to see what to happens next. Yeah. to the next one now because things have happened. It's the kind of show that makes you... 
talk about it with your friends to say, what do you think is happening next? And you're not going to skip the ending theme because it's so good. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. And yeah. You it's can, the opening change. Yeah, you cannot skip the opening because it do, it's one of those shows that does the wonderful thing where it changes the opening based on what's happening in the show. Yeah. Also, it's Asian Kung Fu Generation, yep. so yeah. you'll oh, yeah. want to listen it's to it anyway. Good. It's, it's uh, beautiful. Yeah. It's self-contained. It's... Uh, it's uh, it's touching a mature, and human a mature, and mature story, yeah. Yeah. despite the fact that it's about uh, about kids in middle school. Yeah, it's, we're in elementary well, school. Uh, in, in elementary school. Elementary school with a adult mindset. And I'll yeah. let you know right now for those who are worried. It's like if you if you're worried about like here's a trigger warning. Um, this has to do with child abuse, um, and it's really That's good. True. Yeah, uh, and in reading the manga, what I found too is that I I got like a, I went through the entire first chapter, and the first chapter was about the first ten minutes of the show, <laughs> and I was like, oh, oh, they they took your pace and they sped it up, and I want to read the entire manga to get an overall sense of what went on. But I'm like, I feel like what they did is when they they took the manga and made it into the show, they said we're going to compress some things, but we're going to make the storytelling spark more, yeah. and I really felt like mm. that's what it's doing. So my pick. Yeah. Uh, do you want to? You know, you, no, no, no. Yeah. We, we share and we're going. Last. So I'm glad you picked that beach because that was going to be my, that was going to be my pick, and, and it happened. It's interesting that you mentioned that you stopped everything to watch it because, yeah. we kind of did the opposite with my pick. Oh yeah. Which was Showa Genroku Rakugo Shinju. No kidding. Or as they're trying to. Call it now descending stories. Stop trying to make descending stories a thing. Descending stories? Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. Well, whatever. Uh, uh, it's, I just want someone to make a new title for it with a, that 70s show font that says, That Rakugo Show. <laughs> because this is... I'm hesitant to call this my pick of 2016 because it's a show that kind of didn't end completely. Because this show does a weird time thing where the main character comes out of prison, decides he wants to be a Rakugo uh, artist, goes and finds a master, and then the master tells you his story about his past. Yeah. How he became a Rakugo. It's, it's the master that inspired him to get into Rakugo in prison. Exactly. Yeah. So, so it's the ma- this season, uh, what you're seeing right now, is the coming season uh, from uh, this year, the winter 2017. But 2016 uh, was sort of somewhat self-contained episode and it's just beautiful in terms of the story again the music the setting of pre-war well not even pre-pre-pre-war japan mm. uh just coming into the meiji era well they go or to coming war out of the, in yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah well and the fact that they have scenes with a guy sitting on the pillow telling the story and for very long lengths of time, mm-hmm. but and they make so it engaging. they make it interesting and engaging, and they don't like cut to they don't do that thing where they're like, oh, he's telling a story. Let's cut to an animated version, version of, of that story. story going on while he's talking so about it's, it. It's about the Japanese uh, art form of rakugo, which is a storytelling medium where it's a person sitting on a pillow, using nothing but his upper body and a few very small props in terms of his cloak and a fan, voices and voices to create to tell characterize stories embodying the different characters and, and I, like everything else yeah. in japan it's highly codified it, it's highly codified and it's impenetrable to outsiders yeah and this show makes that art form accessible i want yeah. to go to japan and find uh, a rakugo performance to actually go see 
And on the top of that, you've got characters who grow throughout the course of the series from the beginning to end. A self-contained story about all of these characters who you have, have their own You heart. have two generations of characters that yeah. grow. Yeah. And you get change. to see the politics mm -hmm. of, of coming up in a... In a, in a in that kind of environment as well, of you what get, it's like to like, get better at doing this kind of you thing. You get fantastic animation, and you get actually careful cinematography. Mm. And I, uh, yeah, this, the reason I'm hesitant and, and was waffling with this on Erased is that it's getting a second season. Mm. It's also my pick for what I'm looking forward to most in winter 2017. And I really hope that it stays as good as it was because I don't want it to be one of those shows where I say, yeah, the first season was great. The and second the, season left me... kind of did a thing, cool and tale. I didn't like the ending. Or, yeah. yeah. Or I got disappointed at this point, and now I'm upset a little bit because I spent a lot of time and I loved it. So yeah, this, this is a show, yeah. because of the impenetrable title, um, Jeff Thu does a, a much better job talking about this than I do on his channel, mm. uh, which you can find in Mother's Basement. But I want to say to anyone who's watching this, if you haven't seen... Uh, Showa Genroku Rakugo Shinju, take the time to give it a try because it is fantastic and I think it got overshadowed by a lot of the things that were popular in 2016 and a lot of stuff which was also really good in 2016. 2016 was one of the best years well, it, it was one of the best years for anime and God, this show almost saved anime for me. <laughs> this and erased. Mm. So that's my pick of 2016. Yeah. Good right. pick. And Good Heather. Pick. So, I know we didn't choose, like, Yuri on Ice, which was is mm -hmm. still a real good Love show, but yeah. but this show, for me, was better than Yuri on Kay. Ice. I, I want to try to explain why it's my pick. Do we want to name the title? Okay, yeah, it's Fune Moamu, The Great Passage. It's the, it's the one from last season about making the, the dictionary. dictionary anime. Yeah, the dictionary anime. And it's just... It's about a group of people that are passionate about a project to the point where they will spend their entire lives working on it, knowing that they may never live to see it to completion. And it's it's just quiet and subtle human interactions. And it's just the feeling of working together and optimism for the future because they're trying to make it so that people in the future, future generations, can express themselves. Now, I mean, this is a world, this is just Japan. This is modern yep, yep. Japan. This is just Japan. Yeah, dictionaries just Japan. exist. Yep. Yes. But this dictionary is important because of... They explain it in the show that yeah. dictionaries in Japan aren't, like, a public work. Yeah. Kind of, they're, not, they're not um, seen as a cultural It's done by a artifact. publishing they're company. They're done by publishing companies, and they're, like, individually produced. Like, there's not, yeah. like, a Merriam-Webster... Yeah. Company, there's like here's a publishing company that publishes normal books and novels, and they have this dictionary department, which is like their garbage hole. Yeah, but they yeah, hate. Like, I like, don't think it's important in that the dictionary is important. It's that the dictionary is important to these people. Yeah, yeah. So, so like this, this show really spoke to me for a lot of the reasons that Corey's already said, like human interactions, the fact that these people are super dedicated into this this thing, and not only that, people who. Where there's like one character who's in the department, and he's been there for five years, and you can tell he doesn't really feel like this he is the place there. he should yeah. be. But then he gets to do a thing, and he's just like, "I found my place. This is great." And he's very energized, and he's yeah. very committed. But he's coming at the project from a different way, but also helping with it. And then you have just like this group of people who are like, 
we will make the best dictionary that will help people travel the ocean of words to the other side. We are making a boat so that people can communicate and understand one another. Mm -hmm. And ultimately, we just want to understand other people. And, and just, I watched the ending like yesterday. And I cried at the yeah, end because no, I, I was the just like, last night, no, I'm like thinking about it now, and I'm just like, oh, this, this is so good. And everything they made this, and they made the boat. You, you, you mentioned the fact that it's like, um, they might never see the thing to completion. At one point, they point out a dictionary is never complete because yeah. words are alive and they change, and so you have to do revisions. So we're working on a thing we will never actually finish because it will never ultimately be done. Also, there's little mascot characters that teach you about different types of dictionaries. Cause They're so cute. Yeah. Apparently, in Japan, they have different types of dictionaries. Well, the dictionaries got, like, have different personalities. The dictionaries have different personalities, but they're for like different purposes. One's like old archaic stuff, and then there's like learning dictionary, Tech virtual kids, dictionaries, and stuff like that. Dictionaries like, based on comics. It, it, it makes sense because of the different written languages that Japan uses. And there's office politics that happen. Not yeah. a lot, but there's a little bit to the point where you're like, every time, um, like when I was saying we watched uh, Shirobako, mm -hmm. when something crazy and they were like shit and trying to get things and papers yeah. and they were like shit and trying to get things and papers yeah. were flying, the same thing will happen here where it's like, this thing has gone wrong. And you see people going, but it's very... And then they're just like, we're going to work very hard. Yeah, and, and then there's like a span this. of months and you're just like, are they doing it? Are they going to make it over the span of months and make this thing work out? I it's don't just, know. It's people doing small amounts of paperwork, like very focused in front of them, like filling out a to-do list. And it's just, it's Will beautiful. they make it? Will they make it in time? And it doesn't, it's, it's not even like there's music there pumping you to be like, feel this no, it's way. Just, it's you're just You're just like, no, I don't know if this will work out. So... What it's, if their dreams come crashing down? It's a very human show. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, it's great. Yeah. It's the best thing ever. But look at that animation, The too. animation is really The animation is great. The backgrounds are so like, densely detailed. They do, like, they they do this, the interior of the office. There's exterior. They do scenes like, where, where there's like one scene where there's like a, a brief moment where uh, the editor in, in, I think, the first episode when he's trying to find a new person to come in for yeah. him, he's walking down the stairs and he's got his phone out. He's stopped there. There's and a, a girl jumps, a girl like walks past him. Right there. Look at that. Look at that sign. This, this girl walks past him on the stairs and she could just leave. They could just animate her leaving. But she stops on the other stairs, pauses, and looks at him. And yep. there's no interaction between the two of them. And then she just keeps going. Yeah. They did not have to animate that. It didn't add anything. Nope. But it did. Yeah. Because there's a moment where you're like, oh, yeah, run. This, this is another one of those shows that, uh, because it's not on Crunchyroll, I think it's on Hulu. No, it's going to come to Amazon yeah. from yeah, what I read. But it, it has not come out on Amazon yet. Yeah. And so I don't think it has the exposure but that Yuri on Ice has had. Yeah, find a way to watch this because this this is one of those shows that needs to be remembered because it is good and it is going to be timeless. And well, it's it, just like, I think it's it's basically what 2016 needs because mm -hmm. it's, it's, I feel it's like so optimistic. I think you should, it should, like, you should understand some of the things going on in it. Yeah. Like, I, it just... 
Uh, like uh, the three, the three of our picks from this season, I think, really just there is no best anime, but those are the best animes of 2016. And well, like I said, like the anime you enjoyed the most, it was my criteria, and this one, just yeah. like I, I really liked Erased, and I was like, oh, and I liked Orange, and I was like, mm, but no, this one, this one is the one that made me cry at the end, went, and the ma- one that made me constantly go, will they do it? Yeah. I went a little bit farther with my own criteria because I can't. That's just fine, but that was my criteria. Yeah, and it's yeah, they, good good picks all around, everyone. Mm. <laughs> Congratulations, yes. we made Yay. it. So, yeah. thank you so much, everyone, for uh, coming with us on this ride across the border between 2016 into 2017. Uh, we'll catch you up again in another quarter about what we liked from this past season and what we're looking forward to in the next one. God, I'm looking forward to that live-action JoJo movie, but that doesn't belong here because this is a show about anime. Um, thank you so much, everyone, as I said again, for watching, and thank you for those of you who do help us out, and thank you, thank you to those who will help us out, and our Patreon at patreon.com slash loadingreadyrun. Uh, it's what keeps the lights on, it's what keeps the TVs on, it keeps our bellies fed, and it keeps us able to pass these photons and turn them into electrons through fancy computers and put them through a wire and then onto media and then into the internet. Thanks for supporting us. Yeah. Do we have any other sponsors we have to mention? No. Not for this show. No so. kind, of new, kind of hybrid mattress or anything? Yeah, no. Okay. No. It's good. It's not right. these things that we don't get money for. Yeah. Thank you so much, everyone, for watching, and we will see you in a quarter. Bye. Bye-bye.